Today, I am honored to welcome my friend and mentor, Scylla Shepard-Hanger, as my guest to talk about aromatherapy and its use as a complementary treatment for cancer. Scylla is the founder and director of the Atlantic Institute of Aromatherapy in Tampa, Florida. She was a founding member of the American Aromatherapy Association in 1988 and served two terms on its board of directors. Scylla serves as the chair of the safety committee for the National Association of Holistic Aromatherapy and has assisted in setting up national standards in education for aromatherapy. After the September 11th tragedy in New York, Scylla formed the United Aromatherapy Effort, a nonprofit charity whose mission is the collection and dissemination of donated aromatherapy products to those affected during critical incidents and emergency work. A licensed cosmetologist and esthetician since 1969, Scylla is also a natural health care practitioner and licensed massage therapist since 1979. Scylla has taught aromatherapy since 1988 and has developed comprehensive aromatherapy educational programs taught throughout the U.S. She is the author of the Aromatherapy Practitioner Correspondence Course and the Aromatherapy Practitioner Reference Manual. Most recently, Scylla began publishing a series of aromatherapy books, beginning with the Aromatic Spa book in 2007 and the Aromatic Mind book in 2008. Since 1996, Scylla has been involved in an ongoing research project titled Psychosocial Aromatherapy Research Project, using aroma in children with autism and other disorders. Scylla maintains a private aromatherapy practice in Tampa, Florida, where she resides with her husband and two cats. You can learn more about Scylla and her work by visiting her website at AtlanticInstitute.com. That's AtlanticInstitute.com. Welcome to the show, Scylla. I'm glad to have you join us to share your wisdom in the field of aromatherapy. Tell us, how did it all start for you? How did you become involved with aromatherapy? Wow, that's a big question. <laughs> Thank you, KG. That was a wonderful introduction. I was sitting here listening to you tell me all about myself. I'm like, wow. Anyway, uh, I actually thought that I invented aromatherapy way back in the 80s or maybe even the 70s because I... Uh, was traveling across the U.S. in a Volkswagen bus and came across some oils in a little shop and I bought six of them at the time and not knowing what was real and not, uh, I just liked the scent and eventually ended up making my own perfume which became my trademark. But I also after that became a massage therapist and I began to use them in the massage and realized that, wow, there's there's some effect here that I don't get when I don't use the scented oil. So I, I really thought I'd stumbled upon, upon something really unique, and so I, I thought I really had it down, but I realized later that the word aromatherapy was already out there, and it wasn't just me, and uh, mm -hmm. so I, I realized that it was already a, a therapy, and, and I just went from there. I you know, studied with Robert Tisserin, was one of the first books mm. that was available, and of course, meeting up with the other people that we formed the first association, you know, that was really kind of my start. At the time, I owned a hair salon where we also did massage, so 
in in those days it was really one of the first kind of day spas, even though they didn't call it that mm -hmm. at the time. I mean, in the early '80s, so and I used to sell the oils there, and that that's where I really started. But mm -hmm. I ended up closing that business because I wanted to devote more to the aromatherapy mm -hmm. in my practice. So. Uh, in order to get where I am today, I did close down my business and mm -hmm. just concentrated on the educational aspect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you've been teaching and practicing the use of essential oils for more than 20 years now. And what some are the most major changes you've seen in the field of aromatherapy? Well, it really grew from nothing. When I first started in, at my salon, and I still do these clients that I started with way back then, and, and I would say, wow, I'm getting into something new called aromatherapy. And they go, wow, what's that? Roman therapy, what is that? <laughs> they didn't even know what I was saying. Or if they were trying to read aromatic, they were aromic, and they just couldn't quite get it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in the 80s, you didn't hear, if you did hear about aromatherapy, it was some new age practitioner and, oh, you know, it was on the back burner or in the back room or something and uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't a modality. So that is the, the most tremendous thing I've seen is the word itself now being used, you know, on Glade air fresheners and things like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it became a big marketing term. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and now it's very common. There's a lot of, there's very probably few people that don't know what it is, at least in the United States. Mm -hmm. And I chuckle at little jokes and, and um, sitcoms that'll sometimes have an aromatherapist in there, you know. It's kind of cute that it's entered our mainstream media and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, that's the biggest thing, is it coming from nothing into mainstream yes. now, a marketing tool. Yes. And, and, and the multi-level uh, companies, too, that got involved with it. Mm -hmm. so. so in 1998, you underwent radiation treatment for breast cancer yeah. over a three-month period, and our listeners, listeners would love to hear your recommendations for effective complementary treatments during radiation oh therapy. Well, what aromatherapy oils did you use for healing? Okay, 10 years. This, this year is my 10th year. I just today received a present uh, from a dear friend of mine, and it's a little bracelet with a little, uh, you know, the pink ribbon and all that. Oh. It was kind of neat that I... You know, in all this time, I, I'm sure people have given me those things, but it was neat to have one today because it is my 10th year, and I've focused a lot on that mm -hmm. uh, with going to New Zealand earlier in the year and presenting that paper and, you know, really remembering that I've had cancer because cancer to me was an uninvited teacher. Mm -hmm. you know, something that happened to me that uh, people are freaked out when they hear the word cancer, and me too, although I, I had the best kind, easily treated and not enough to kill me you know, but enough to change my life. Yes. But, um, so I was a, one of the lucky ones, and, and and still am, so. But uh, as far as aromatherapy, of course, I was devastated when I first heard the news. I had a lot of um, support in my internet friends and on mm -hmm. the, the old IDMA list that doesn't exist anymore. But, you know, the word got around, so I had a lot of support. People mm -hmm. were doing Reiki on me from distance. Mm -hmm. What did you use but for healing the incisions from yeah, your lumpectomy? That was the first thing, because I had two surgeries. Now, I have always used <coughs> anti-inflammatory of helichrysum and artemisia or blue, uh, blue tansy, because mm -hmm. those, those are my... I like blue tansy over any of the chamomile for anti Yes, blue tansy's wonderful. Yeah, and it smells good too, and it's very soothing. So mm -hmm. that, and then um, 
for the incisions, which healed, had great surgeons, so it, they healed right away. But um, the worst part then was the burn of radiation. Yes, yeah, so tell us about that. Later. What oils yeah. did you use for healing your the inflammation of a radiated well, breast? I used pure aloe right out of the aloe plant because that's about the best thing you can use for a burn. I mean, oils are great, but aloe is even better, so no point in not using it. Mm -hmm. And I had access to the big aloe plant, so I would just take a little slice of it open it up and put that goo all over before and after radiation. Mm -hmm. And also before and after, after my shower, three or four times a day. I had uh, had a couple of different blends, and they again were the anti-inflammatory, helichrysum, artemisia, maybe some lavender. Mm -hmm. And I would put that under. Now the worst on, on breast radiation for me, and I think for most women, is the underneath part. Because mm -hmm. that's like the most tendered skin. Mm -hmm. You know, the top part we've tanned before and we've been exposed to the elements, but underneath there is like real easily irritated. Right. So that was the only area that, and after this was in the sixth week, that I had finally some irritation. I think I had enough preventative stuff that I did not have the irritation that yes. people usually get. I so mean, some, some people come away with badly burned skin. Yes, and so what were the results? of the treatment that you used? Did you notice well, that you healed faster? Yeah, and so did my doctor, you see. And